Hey, and welcome to the Kid Therapist Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Lauren. We are two licensed mental health therapists practicing in Maryland who love helping kids and families to manage and overcome their mental health struggles. Our goal of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and provide some insight into what could be going on with your kids. Here we go. It's Lauren, and I am coming at you in April in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's hard to believe that we are on, I believe it's day 26 of practicing new things, new words that we've never used before, like social distancing and wearing masks to go to the grocery store and... Our world has been turned upside down in so many ways, and especially for kids, one of the biggest ways has been the closure of schools and the loss of their school community and day-to-day routine of going to school. So many schools are moving towards online learning, and I just have to give a shout out to teachers. They are one of the heroes that are on the front lines right now, um, adjusting overnight to providing online opportunities for maintaining that connection and learning with their students during this time. But it has not been easy to transition to online learning. And so I want to share some um, tips with you today about how to help your family and kids adjust to this new time of online learning. Here we go. Hey all, it's Lauren and I am coming at you in April during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's hard to believe that a few weeks ago all of this began and we entered into this global pandemic and with that came the rapid closure of schools that um, has impacted so many families and kids. Suddenly kids and parents are being asked to learn from home through online learning, maybe assignments via email or packets or workbooks sent home. Kids and parents are feeling anxious and on edge about this transition to online schooling. I know it's been coming up in all of the therapy sessions that I've been having recently. So whether you are just starting out online schooling or maybe starting to find your groove a little bit, I hope to provide some practical tips as we all adjust to this. My family is on week two of online schooling and it has been far from easy. So I am reminding myself and talking to myself about all these things as well as I talk to you guys. And I just want to validate all the tears that have been shed the tempers that have been lost, and the breakdowns by both kids and parents that have been happening. Remember that stress is a natural response. 
we've all had to unexpectedly leave and disengage with our community. I am in awe of all the millions of teachers that have abruptly adapted to providing this new learning environment, all while managing their own stressors and needs during this pandemic. So as we are jumping into this topic about how to navigate the new world of online schooling with kids, I really felt it was important to just recognize um, educators. They are one of the heroes on the front line during this pandemic, and we are so grateful for them. So as you start this new task of online learning, first, validate the emotions that come with this new reality, both for yourself and for your kids. This has been forced upon students and families. Kids are grieving the loss of connection with their teachers and their peers and their classroom environment. Um, They didn't choose to transition to online learning. Um, They are having a hard time and grieving the loss of their school. And so expect challenges. Be reasonable and compassionate with yourself and your kids. It is impossible to shift to this new normal without lots of trial and error. So expect the challenges, the bad moods, the frustrations that are going to occur. Plan for them. We're going to talk about different strategies to use. um, And just do your best to make peace with the difficult moments that are going to inevitably occur during this. We are all doing this online learning for the very first time. And amidst all of that, don't forget to be respectful and kind to your child's teachers. They've been tasked with adjusting and shifting to distance learning virtually overnight themselves. Make a space for learning. It can be helpful to join with your child in deciding a quiet, comfortable, as clutter-free as possible environment. This can help kids focus and take some ownership when they have a dedicated space. Ideally, this is somewhere that is different than where they play games or watch TV, um, but You may have multiple children in your family and limited space, and that is just the reality, and that's okay, and maybe that looks like um, providing your child with some headphones or putting up um, piles of books in between siblings so they're not as tempted to enter into each other's space while they're focusing Allow some flexibility on all this. Um, Maybe you want to go outside. I'm really grateful that this has been happening during spring and that we have the opportunity to um, be outside and just enjoy some beautiful weather. Uh, Maybe you need to do school on the deck today or allow your child to sit on the ground or 
move around while they are learning. Um, sometimes an environment shift is needed and flexibility is key. Consider limiting your child's cell phone or tablets while they're working on school. Um, just to encourage undivided attention, try to pre-plan for distractions. Is the dog a distraction? Maybe you can put the dog in a different room temporarily. Brainstorm with your child what are possible distractions and how can they be removed as best as possible. This might help your child have some ownership in the process and maybe there are things that are distracting them that you wouldn't have been tuned into, um, but helping your child express what their needs are. Think about schedule and the best time for learning. And again, flexibility is so key during this. Does your child or children need help to get started? You know, setting yourself up for more success. When is somebody available to provide support to your child? Um, are you trying to start off their school day in the midst of a hectic time at work for you? Um, so many parents are juggling working from home and providing online learning for their kids, and that's so tough. Um, of course, our stress response is going to be more activated if we are trying to multitask or um, start this at another time where you are also trying to attend to lots of things at work. Um, and so maybe that looks like, even for middle school and high school students, um, starting to tackle online learning later in the afternoon or early evening. I know for teens, that might be when they're the most awake and ready to learn. And it is okay to be flexible during this time. And um, it's, if your online schooling allows for um, times that don't aren't time specific where a child has to check in at a certain time, um, maybe allowing for some more flexibility of when they complete their schoolwork during the day. Of course, encourage kids and teens to keep engaging with their peers and teachers. Um, this really helps offset the impact of the physical and social distance on that kids are experiencing right now um, that's leading to isolation. So the more you can encourage them to connect, whether that's through video or texting or discussion boards, um, helping them. In some ways, online schooling is giving them a lot of kids I've heard have had a, a boost in their mood during this time um, because they are so excited to hear from their teachers or to see a peer on a Zoom call. Um, that connection is <clears throat> helping them so much during this time. Another thing to take advantage of is this is a great time to encourage your child or teen to practice autonomy. If they are having a difficult time with some of the material that they're learning or an assignment, um, encourage them to write an email to their teacher or to um, request a video chat with their teacher. This is a great time to um, encourage kids to flex those muscles of autonomy and to 
um, ask for what they need. And so check in with yourself um, on, is this something that I can encourage my child to do right now? Um, and resisting that urge to over-function for them in this space. Of course, practice healthy habits. Um, during the school day, when you're doing your online learning, um, stay hydrated. That really helps fatigue not set in. Try as best as possible to keep a school night bedtime. Um, it definitely makes it a much harder experience for everybody if um, your child is functioning on a lack of sleep and trying to do online learning. Um, just like you encourage a reasonable bedtime for school when they're going to school, um, try, especially for the younger ones, try to encourage a reasonable bedtime for online school as well. Um, again, with some flexibility for middle schoolers and high schoolers during this time, um, you have to decide what battles you want to pick during this time and what things you want to be rigid about and what areas you might want to have more flexibility about. Um, but for those younger kids, um, I encourage you to keep a school night bedtime so that they have as much rest as possible before starting to tackle their online learning for the day. And of course, don't forget breakfast and lunch. And this one is so important. Move regularly. Don't forget recess. And actually, I encourage multiple recesses and brain breaks throughout this online learning experience. Um, have plenty of breaks to get in physical activity and time to move away from screens. Sometimes it might help to set alarms. Um, kids have natural breaks at school, whether they're walking in between classes or um, going to recess and um, they're not sedentary all day at school and at home with online learning you have an even greater opportunity to encourage them to have those movement breaks which really help reset and focus and reduce stress and anxiety. Um, for younger kids, this can be a fun opportunity to do things like creating an obstacle course that they do in between assignments or maybe doing some big gross movements like animal walks between assignments, jumping on trampolines, um, things like that to get movement and brain breaks in. A lot of schools use Go Noodle, which is a resource that I've been encouraging lots of parents to use during this time. It's, um, it is on a screen. So, um, you know, balance that with other activities that you might do during other brain breaks. Um, but it's a fun way for kids to choose um, some movement activities that help. Um, it helps to have a plan for their work and to work that plan during this time. Um, good planning can 
relieve stress for both kids and parents during this time. I know one tool that has helped my family during this time is we went out and got a whiteboard and it felt really overwhelming and daunting looking at each of the assignments um, for each of the different classes. And what we do at the beginning of the week is write down all the different classes and write down the assignments that are due. I found a lot of times with online learning, um, teachers will assign um, work for the entire week. And so that can feel overwhelming in some ways, but this helps kids break down assignments and have a plan and a written schedule. Um, and it helps them learn to prioritize and create goals and understand due dates, which are all executive functioning time management skills that you can help model for your family during this time while also helping to reduce the stress and overwhelm of assignments. Um, so writing down all the assignments, um, kids can check them off as they complete them or erase them. I know in our family, um, like I said, we write down the all the assignments for the week and it's, we kind of have a party at the end of the week where we get to erase the whole board because it's been completed and draw whatever we want on the board or write like a funny quote or just celebrate um, the accomplishment of getting through a week of online learning. Um, if kids are struggling with motivation or um, demonstrating some resistance to assignments, um, I have also um, found the idea of writing them all down on post-it notes, like writing one assignment on each post-it notes and putting them up on the wall and kids can um, pick their post-it notes for the day um, and choose any ways of helping to empower them and give them some choice in um, what they accomplish for the day. For parents, don't forget to lean on and seek out your own support group. Um, we are all in this together and you are not alone in this online schooling journey. Don't forget to check in with other parents for support, share what you found to be helpful, ask each other, reach out um, to find out what areas you're um, friends might need support in, um, really lean into your support group during this time. Um, and as I'm sharing these tips and you're thinking about which ones might be helpful for your family, above all else, focus on connection. You are your child's parent. You're not their teacher. And being their parent is what is needed first. Um, there's a famous psychologist, Abraham Maslow, who created the famous Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And it looks like a triangle. And it depicts the needs of humans. And each of the needs builds on each other. And we can't reach the needs above it unless the first ones below it are met. So without the lowest layer of the hierarchy being met, people, including kids, cannot reach that next level. The very first need that must be met is physiological, related to survival. We must have access to food, water, shelter. 
After that, our next need consists of safety needs. And this is the one that's been disrupted in so many ways during this pandemic. It's not just about physical safety, but also emotional and psychological safety as well. Feeling safe from harm and threat. And the third level is the need for belonging and love. The need to feel fully and unconditionally supported by somebody else. And there are two more levels that go above that. Um, But learning really occurs on the foundation of all those needs being met. So don't forget that foundation. Kids will struggle during this time if we just focus on continuation of learning without recognizing and attending to their needs for safety and love and belonging and connection. So above all else, focus on those during this time.